Welcome back, YouTube. Welcome back, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast. Too. We are back. Thanks for Lurk also. <laughs> but welcome back for another episode, season three, episode two. We have a guest, Octavia, and Faye's back as co host again. So welcome, both of you guys. Hello, hello. All right. I feel like I got the sound situation settled this time. Last time it was like streaming together was all over the place. So now I have the browser source playing for me in my ears and for stream so they can hear only once. My browser's muted and the mic is on there so you guys can hear me through the stream together. So we're good there. All right. So we always start the uh, podcast with like, I'm not sure I got my, my agenda up on my screen so I can see it. We start with uh, kind of like an update that we want to do first off introductions because Waka Pita, if this is your first time, or Waka, we'll go by Waka. So kind of give us like, who is Wakapedia? Like, what do you do? What do you stream? What is your content? Give us like the lowdown. Yeah, I mean, uh, hi, I'm of course Wakapedia. I do a lot of music stuff. I am a music producer. I have multiple albums released, just released one in early January. But along with that, I'm actually uh, work for a game studio here in Austin, Texas, where I'm a player experience supervisor for going on five plus years now. Oh, really? Well, wait, what's a player experience? Are you just managing the player experience? Um, yeah, kind of. It's uh, I'd have to go into way more detail than that because it's a <laughs> multifaceted uh, job. So yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Oh, uh, I, I know the, I know the Cliff Notes version though. Okay, well, yeah. Cliff Notes, go ahead, go. <laughs> Waka is the like go between between the corporate talking people and mm -hmm. the the player what they want peoples. That is definitely and a big part kind of it. Of, like merges them together to see uh, what. Out of curiosity, how did you guys meet? I'm just curious. Uh, Twitch mostly. Twitch, yeah. I was with Twitch. Oh, okay, okay, makes sense. Makes sense. All right, cool, cool. So you're fine. I'm just do a quick shout out for everyone that's watching, checking the video. Hold on. That's where I met you too, Ty. <laughs> that's true. Twitch also. So just check out this is Waka. Quick clip. Watch. Oh, music saxophone. What's this clip? completely distorted and break it. Can't go all the way. Oh, <laughs> I think it's just the music. That is the music. Nice. So there you go. Tough video to Waka. I follow Waka video. So. Definitely there. And also, I know this came up before because I know me and Rifei talked about this, but I'm just curious though, what's the origin of Wikipedia, the name? If you care to enlighten us real quick. Ooh. Uh, I should have prepared that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, uh, long story short, um, you know, watching a bunch of animes way back in the day, of course, uh, high school, college. Um, you start to pick up on words that are happening quite frequently. And uh, one of those ended up being, of course, I guess you'll say the, the root form of uh, Wakaru um, or Wakarimas, a lot of uh, things like that. And I was like, that sounds really cool. Kind of sounds like uh, Fozzie Bear because someone was saying it quite a lot, actually. Oh, okay. Um, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, okay, that means that to understand, basically. So, uh, I felt like that was basically kind of uh, uh, a, 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 a fuzzy bear uh, Wikipedia at the time. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I see that. Sorry to disappoint. It has nothing to do with Pac-Man in the slightest. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like the icon. Yeah. Also thought, I also uh, that, thought it was the Pac-Man walk 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 sound. That 100% oh. <laughs> uh, it, it it morphed into that very quickly after Makes like literally hours after I did that. Makes so sense. yeah. And of course we haven't watched Almost Famous because I always thought that was why Faye main came from, but it's totally not that entirely at all. So, no. so <laughs> yes. All right, cool. Um, all right, so um, what update have you been up to since the last podcast? Oh, What's been God. going on? Um, what has... Dude, I don't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday, and you want me to re- figure out what's been going on for the past month? I need to start keeping a, a notepad of just... A notepad for just for this question. This is always going to come up every month now. Yeah. 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 Twice in a row, you caught me off guard with it. I need mm-hmm. to start writing shit down. <laughs> um, being... Not, not a whole lot. Of, I've, I've watched some anime. I've watched some some movies. I'm I'm a little bit of a hermit this month, so like, Same. <laughs> don't. I'm not going anywhere. Don't talk to me. I am. I've been knitting and okay. gaming and watching shows. Oh, there you go. Any particular show that struck your fancy at the moment? I'm curious. Been rewatching Criminal Minds. Okay. Because old TV is best TV. <laughs> That's um, one I have not seen. Oh my god, let me just pull up my Crunchyroll and just see like oh, the see. plethora of <laughs> fucking. Okay. Well, okay, so like I, I, I borrow one of my friends' Netflix, and I stumbled across an anime on their on Netflix. And then once one of my friends caught wind that I was watching anime again, mm-hmm. um, just the deluge of watch this, watch this, watch this from like oh, all geez. of them has started oh, yeah. coming in. Oh, wow. And it's gotten to the point where I've watched so many trying to just catch up with my friends so that we have things to like overlap and talk about. Mm-hmm. I no longer remember what any of the names are. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we, we, we no phase memory is very like you got to remind her things and she tends to like, you know. It's not really photo Faye, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, like, like that, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really Faye, just, you know, you gotta just kind of like, oh yeah, about this and this, and you're like, ah. how many times it took me to remind you about the Yomasu or the the egg thing? It took you. <laughs> you actually did it, though. Nice. And I did it. Uh, yeah, okay. nice. yeah, exactly, exactly. Very cool. Um, let's see. So, update me, I'm still unemployed, but I. I I had a couple of interviews. They didn't pass the first interview. It's like it's one of those things we can even like go into like a whole diatribe. Like there's so many people have been laid off in many mm-hmm. industries, and they're just trying to find work. So if you ever know someone's laid off, just like say don't just give them like you know encouragement. Like you got this. Say hey, I mean an opportunity or something, and pass the information along. So it's always appreciated. But I did have an interview a recruiter. I think it was. Yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday, Monday. No, Monday, so two days ago. But um, she's like, yeah, pretty good. And she wanted to make sure I wasn't asking for like way higher than they were gonna give. It was like, no, I just want to earn like exactly what I had before. I'm no problem with that. But um, I have an interview with them next week for the manager. So next second interview. So progress again. But um, yep. So one, but then also my old manager from my old job recommended me to an HIE based out of New York. So, but they say we have contract work for you so we can do some of that but then eventually might lead to a full time so I'm pursuing that also me with them possibly next week too but they know me because I worked with them for at least a good 
a good four years of my life, so they should know me and my capabilities. So that is going on. Um, tax season, so I got a good refund, so I'm kind of like not spending. You know how it is? Maybe you guys can also comment. Every time I get the tax money, it's like, what do I spend this on? And then you realize there's so many other bills you have to pay too, so can't spend all of it. But um, Yeah. I think I owed $5 this year. Oh, dang. Yeah. But um, yeah, I did um, go for the um, see the Ray-Ban Meta sunglasses. So just for the not right now, because I have plenty of prescription lenses. But it has like the lens on the one side where it can do like live record video, take a picture. You have like a kind of like a hey meta like computer version you can talk to. And also they have the thing where you can say hey meta what I'm looking at and like it uses AI. It's still in beta, so it's not out yet. But at least the AI takes a look at what's in front of you and says maybe you're looking at live streaming equipment and the camera and because whatever is like in front of your face or you can look at a plant and identify a plant based on what it looks like if you don't know what it looks like so it's way of the future but yeah I'm waiting for prescription glasses or the lenses to come in before I start wearing them because right now I literally have sunglasses and I put them on I'm blind I'll just show people in land so they look like these but they have the lenses like right on the two sides of it so it's nothing like too comfortable they just look like regular sunglasses right now but um but yeah yeah so I had them and that's pretty cool so that's, that's pretty much my 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 tax purchase myself including a, a suit blazer but you know I needed a blazer but um yeah how oh, the camera moved again camera moved back I got here the video broadcast like losing me all around but all right so but um it's pretty good my mom downsized which is another thing that's happened so she moved closer to my sister um, so down the road, but then of course you realize when you move out, right? And your parents decide to move out too, then you're like, there's so much stuff there. I need the cat now because you don't bring all that stuff with you when you move initially. And now I have more stuff I have to bring over. So slowly getting all that out there, and I have to organize it and put it away. But man, when you know, but she's downsizing. And the funny part, downsizing, it's a one level, like I guess rancher house, but. The one, the one issue that she's brought up, and I think she's gotten used to it now, is the fact that the, the rooms are on below, so like it's either a step up or a step down. And then she told me, like, for the first, like, week or though, I fell, like, about six times because, like, I don't remember there's a step down into the bedroom or a step up into the living room because now she's getting used, more used to it. Mm. Yeah, but the, the funny part is, though, she used to nag me for everything because she lives about 20 minutes away. Now she's, like, an hour away and closer to my sister. I don't get any of the nags anymore. Like, nothing from nagging me for anything because I'm far away now. <laughs> my sister's got the burn of it now. So I told her, this is your turn now to help mom and anything she needs or take her shopping because she's, like, down the road from you now. But, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much the update there. All right. So we're going to our first topic. And, of course, we have to talk about this because this is February 28th and tomorrow is February 29th. It is a leap year. So, um, I don't know if you guys have any, what are you guys' opinions on leap years? Like, do you just have anything happen on leap years or just another day? Kind of another day for me. About, right. I mean, <laughs> yep. scientifically necessary the way we, uh, you know, control the uh, calendar here in the world. Does that make sense? Hey, anything? No, not really? Yeah, <laughs> She's no. like, I she's shaking her neck. Who thought there was like good luck 
like ro some sort of like romantic good luck around mm -hmm. leap years, but I've never subscribed to that personally. My my romanticy good luck day is like the whole New Year's day, like like the what you're doing at midnight thing. Not so I don't know. Okay, uh, but yeah, I looked up a couple of things. So like the one thing that kind of stuck out in my head. Um, well, let's start with like. Let's see if we can pull this up here. The um, things that would happen, uh, what would happen without a leap day. So like even if we didn't have a leap, so Waka is correct, like scientifically, mm -hmm. the, the the whole like rotation around the Earth is 365 plus about six hours. So if we didn't have this day, that six hours would start building up and then things would start moving like season-wise even more out of sync. So that's why that occurs. But do you guys know, is there a reason? Because I was talking in the winter and I wasn't sure. Is there a reason why we have the election every four years coinciding with a leap year? Or is that just random coincidence that it's on every four years? Wait. Like the election. Like, like the general no, like presidential that's, election. I think that's just coincidence. Okay. Um, but yeah, so... Because, and here's, here's why. Because leap years... Well, every four years, yes. There's like an additional thing because it's it's a little less than six hours. Yeah. So I think it's like every I want to say like every fifty or every a hundred, some big round number like that. We skip a leap year. Oh, we skip mm -hmm. a leap year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then. Gotcha. All right. And I think leap years might. You know, now I'm curious. When when did leap years start? I think <laughs> it's during Julius Caesar time. So like, that, that's where my research came on to. It's like during Julius Caesar, Roman Empire. It's like he said they counted a year at 320, 365.25 days. So they added a one day so that it wouldn't necessarily drift that far. Is that confirmed? You look it up on your tech type Google. All right, thank like you. I definitely think mm -hmm. he had a part in it. I don't think it was an official thing in there because like Julius Caesar was the calendar maker. Like that was his yeah. position. That was his mm -hmm. job. And that's mm -hmm. actually how he ended up winning some war because like he was gone for months and months doing this war. So the calendar had gotten out of date because they adjusted the calendar like on the fly. And that would have been his job, but he was doing the war thing, and so the calendar hadn't been updated, so the people that he was fighting against didn't realize the actual month they were in, and thought uh, that it was, like, earlier. They thought they were still in, like, early winter, because it was very cold where they were anyway. They thought they were in early winter, not late winter, but Julius Caesar knew that they were in late winter because he knew that they had been, he had been not putting days in. Okay. And so the waters were more icy than the other people thought. So they were able to, like, basically their boats all got stuck and they died. Makes sense. <laughs> and it's like, so, like, but I also know that, like, before he was able to do anything officially, officially, they, they kind of, like, so I don't think it's stuck. Okay. So it wasn't, okay. He, he probably did implement it because the dude was smart and he wrote everything down. So True. somebody somewhere probably was like, oh, you know this smart guy? Like, he had a point. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. But I guess this coincidence sometimes like some things that happen on the leap year, like looking through some of the research that um, like the first warrants were issued for arrest of three women in the Salem witch trials, which is on 
February 29th, on 1692. I mean, like, I guess random stuff did occur on those days, but, like, the one thing that kind of stuck in my head, I mean, like, the people, the people who get married on the leap year. Like, do you think that's good luck? Or, because, like, it's when they occur only maybe every four days that single day. Do you celebrate that at all every year or wait every four years? I don't know what you guys have thoughts on that. Hmm. So I don't know about weddings, but I, I know about birthdays. Okay. So if your if your birthday falls on February 29th and you were you know you were born on the leap year like that, they usually celebrate their birthday either the day before or the day after. But then they'll mm-hmm. do like a big birthday when it's their whenever it's a leap year because they finally okay. have it on the actual day. So they'll have like the bigger party on the exactly. Days. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, uh, about marriage because I feel like I don't know would like. Just, just like a tangible question, like would would you guys even consider having a wedding on that day, even though it won't occur? Like, because birthday is one thing, but wedding, like, would that sure. be something? I mean, yeah, that, I, I mean, don't see any issues with that at all. There are people who schedule their weddings specifically to be on Halloween, mm-hmm. no matter what day of the week it falls on, right. to be on Friday the thirteenth, no matter you know. Because you know they want that day that year, so it it wouldn't surprise me if there are people who schedule it specifically on February 29th just so that they can have the unique a little bit of extra specialness to the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's a little thing to push it over the top. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Or else maybe it does sense. hold some sort of significance to them in a way. Possible too. Possible too. Um, there, there's a funny thing though. I did run across a TikTok. I don't know if you guys are aware. There's like some deals actually for the need like some commercial deals are coming out for the thing year. example be Krispy Kreme is offering if you buy a dozen donuts you get another dozen for two twenty nine which is one but I'm like I guess some gimmicks for the, the leap year in play because I guess since it doesn't occur as often but yeah for me probably it's also another day doesn't have that much significance either but I guess the day does need it so that our seasons don't go out of whack or mm-hmm. from the, the time. So, one of those things chat that you don't think about until you look it up. And then you're like, there's a scientific reason for this. And most of the time, some yeah. reasons for it. Yeah, go ahead, well, it, It's almost the same reason we have actually leap seconds as well. So, we've added uh, mm-hmm. 27 seconds onto the astrolog- astrological clock. Oh, really? clock uh, since oh, the 1970s. Yeah. Oh, 27 Because the Earth is okay. slowing down. Yeah, the Earth is actually uh, slowing down a bit, and they have to keep it up to the second, literally up to the nanosecond. <laughs> so, gotcha. slightly ever so, slightly adding time onto the clock. Oh, there you go. There you go. But yeah, so that's occurring. So make sure you guys go. Anyone in listening, or check out any of those leap year deals because they'll be occurring tomorrow. So you watch this now <laughs> or listen tomorrow and check for those deals out there. Um. Alright, so the AMA question, I feel, let me see, so I'm excited for myself first, every time I put Faye, she's like, give me some time to think about this question, so, so I gave her the, gave me the first one out of the gate, I think I kind of, um, well, I kind of already asked me when Waka was on the name, but I was curious now, Waka, like, yeah. getting into music, is there, what was the calling, because I know this question is kind of about music, but I'm going to segue into that, but <laughs> how did you get into music creation and such is there so I mean like, yeah yeah going like that's uh, kind of going all the way back into like the days of when I was being babysat in a sense 
Um, we'd always go to like one of my friends, my, well, my parents' friends' house, and it was really huge house. It was one of those houses that was, uh, I think, like four stories back then, mm-hmm. and it had uh, like crawl spaces everywhere. It was really weird. Uh, I'm probably like misremembering everything because you know I was like five or six years old back then, and of course, a big house like that is always, you know, pretty awesome to be in when we're living in like a one bedroom house with six of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but uh, they had a, a stand-up piano there, and we would always watch a bunch of movies while we were there. Like that was the, that was the simplest way for us to be babysit. It was you know, a bunch of movies on the TV, and they were all really old movies. Uh, one of the ones I remember, actually, I can specifically remember this one was Chariots of Fire. Ooh, and wow. back in, I don't know when that movie was released, but I remember the song from that movie. And when we were watching that, I knew they had a piano there and I tried to like recreate that on the piano. And I got, I guess, close enough that my parents decided that they wanted to put me into piano uh, classes and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, So I took piano lessons uh, somewhere around, um, I think, nine years old. Uh, It was about six years of piano, uh, classically trained piano from... uh, I guess we'll get into that sad topic. Uh, Steve Malmstead, which was my piano teacher for six years, mm-hmm. classically trained pianist, uh, unfortunately just passed away last, this last year. Uh, uh, yeah, it was sad. Oh. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he was a really cool dude and uh, t- took a lot of uh, uh, inspiration from that guy for all of basically everything. So Nice. But uh, that's that's how I basically started to get into learning music is just because of listen, you know, watching the movie Chariots of Fire and trying to recreate that on song. the piano. It's a very right. epic song. And uh, Wait, did you actually create it just by listening to it, or did you actually have to look correct, it up? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was one of the big things oh, wow. that uh, my piano teacher had to like express to me all the time: you need to start reading music instead of just <laughs> playing it by ear. And I hated doing that. I hated reading music. I still hate reading mm. music, to be honest. <laughs> um, I just, you know, listen to something and try to, you know, takes me a little bit, but I'll recreate it as much as close as I can. And that's pretty. That's, that's like a good talent. That's I mean. yeah. It's it's way funner to me to recreate it than to just regurgitate what I see in a piece of paper. <laughs> Makes sense. And so I like doing it that way. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's how I got into. Uh, I guess playing music did, in a sense. Did it evolve? So did it evolve when you started creating music? How did that kind of? Yeah, like... I mean, that was. Um, I was in multiple bands back in high school. Uh, mm-hmm. Back then, and it was you know guitar. <laughs> so I uh, didn't ever take guitar lessons. I've actually never taken anything except for piano lessons. But um, I had. I still have. Actually, I still have my high school guitar uh, here. Oh, wow. It's it's, it's right. not in great shape anymore. It was like a. Hundred and eighty dollar uh, um, Ibanez, which uh, it was awesome, and uh, but uh, played multiple things back then. Um, that kind of got me started onto stuff. But uh, I'm trying. I don't know exactly when uh, some other switches flipped towards like electronic music, which is mostly what I do now. I guess I don't know if I've said that or not. But um, for the most part, uh, back then I started listening to. Some very cool. Uh, um, oh, where was it? It was a. Uh, I think it was Last FM back then. Ooh, uh, no, it was it was Di Di.fm. There was a. Uh, yeah, there was a radio 
uh, station that would broadcast. It was basically early days of the internet kind of stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you could uh, listen to radio stations from basically anywhere in the world. And I remember that just, website. It, it was so great. Like you c- you couldn't do that here, of course. You know, back then it was kind of like you know, that's that's cool and new and interesting. So I'm like, oh man, this is sick. And so I always listened to like music when I was you know sleeping. And so I started to put on stuff like vocal trance from like Berlin and stuff like that. And it was just so cool and I loved it and it was great. And that kind of started me on that whole journey of that. And uh, ever since then, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start trying to recreate this stuff as much as possible. Nice. And nice. that's what I've been doing. That's cool. Yeah, don't forget the man to follow. I haven't seen him. Are you um, <clears throat> on your platform besides Twitch? Well, I assume you are. You have a little side on. Um, yeah, yeah I mean. Stream us plug real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the waka.wiki, my website, is the easiest way to get to me. That's kind of just a card website. Gotcha. Has all of my stuff on there and uh, links to um, all of the my stuff on Spotify, on Bandcamp, on everywhere, SoundCloud. Nice. But how oh, did, yeah, um, Twitch, oh, Twitch uh, YouTube, all that stuff. How did you use Spam? Because I feel like you do a lot of music, but then Waka, every time I listen to your voice, it's so like smooth. Like. Did you like anyone commented <laughs> on your 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 voice as a as a whole? Uh, I mean, all all the all the time, all the time, and uh, <laughs> every time. Every, every, the <laughs> very first message I ever sent to you on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> was like, holy shit, your voice. <laughs> yeah. And then it's always like, um, holy shit, you sound like that in person too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I, so. I feel like some people like literally when you're like you hear their voice and then you actually see them there's like how does that come out of that person and I, I've seen well not right now but it's not Facebook but you know I've seen pictures of Waka I'm like wow that's what Waka looks like in real life I was like I mm-hmm. cannot imagine that voice coming out of someone's you know <laughs> like body like that it's very it's very smooth like I could listen clear to you like even when you're playing like Twitch games like listening to you just like commentate on it it's just like I just watch this man just commentate on anything and it's, it'll be very interesting I imagine <laughs> but yeah 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 um, I mean in terms of like talking on Twitch and stuff like that's someone everyone always tells me like just keep talking just you know don't <laughs> stop talking like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're saying stupid stuff at all just keep talking and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's all that matters because you know if someone comes into your chat for five seconds and yeah you know, you're just sitting there playing a game. No one, no one's gonna care. You're just playing a game. <laughs> but if if you're continuing to talk constantly, even about really stupid stuff, then that that will grab them sometimes. True. But uh, and then, and just a random yeah. side tangent. Like, how did Twitch start? Like, did you decide? Because I know everyone's got like their like reason why they started streaming. Like, why did you start streaming too? Good. Um. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> that actually. Uh, Starting Twitch, um, I don't. When did I start? It was 2000. Um, whew, I don't remember, but uh, it was all basically to just get better at talking to people. <laughs> oh, I am. I am very awkward in person. I am not. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm somewhat of an introvert. I will say definitely, and uh, uh, very anxious sometimes. And it was uh, really a way to try and do that. Nice. And it. Seems to be working out. <laughs> nice. So. Like Faye, the uh, NPC over here. The NPC Faye. Sorry. Because Faye always says she's the NPC. 
But, uh, I am an NPC. <laughs> I, have a, I have a badge and everything. Yes, you have a badge and everything. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, let me just... There. I'm the NPC. I'm back at work. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, um, cool. All right, that's, that's interesting to hear. I definitely did not realize how vast until I started looking into your website. I'm like, wow, you do a lot of creative stuff, so I commend you. I mm-hmm. I have to, it's kind of I don't know how to say it besides just I have to like it's I you know I can't I can't not <laughs> and uh, doing creative stuff I think is extremely awesome for people to do and uh, oh yeah exactly just exactly. anything at all and uh, mm-hmm. like listening to someone talk about like what they're passionate about doing something creative is like one of the coolest fucking things ever exactly makes sense I'll say sense. this. You you can't be Waka's friend and be insecure about anything that you're doing with your life because he's going to make you feel like you should be doing more. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I talk to Waka, he's doing some major project. And I'm just like, I'm over here like, I took a nap with my cat. It was a good day. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. So this kind of segues into like the music chat because I think music is a very important part of everyone's lives it definitely enhances your mood definitely like you listen to particular music as on the drive and like the one's kind of segues also about um is vinyl coming back because I feel like I've seen a lot of people with vinyl records more let's start there uh, vinyl records coming back yeah or nay uh I mean it's, yeah I mean it's it's interesting I mean from my perspective, seeing it, it's, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of an easy way to ex- explain that. It, it's, it's not going to overtake anything at all. Mm-hmm. Not the slightest. True. It I feel is. Like, I feel like oh, go yes, asterisk is yeah. the answer. <laughs> yes, asterisk is the answer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can, you can definitely see that, uh, like it, it's in the last probably seven or eight years it's gone up. Mm-hmm. thousands of percentage points about you know, above what it was for the last 30 years. Um, it's kind of like a nostalgia thing? or how It is. You... Uh, well, nostalgia... More... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. From what I've seen, it's more of a collector item rather than like a... There, people who are getting um, finals now aren't getting them the way that we were getting like CDs to listen to and True. finals before <laughs> that to listen to. Now it's I love this this artist. I love this album, and so I'm getting this collector's edition vinyl ah, that yes. I will have here. <laughs> but I listen to the music on Spotify. Mm-hmm. True, true. It's a sense of, sense of sense of ownership now as well exactly. is something that people want, and uh, you know we're, we've been, we've gone like so far into the digital realm of stuff now, which is I mean. It's very awesome for accessibility for people. Yeah, to exactly. to stuff. Um, you know, but a lot of people want to have a physical thing from their favorite artist that is literally analog. That yes. <laughs> they, uh, you know, literally, <laughs> and you can't uh, you can't recreate that. You know, the funny thing is, I was at my mom's and I was like, "What is in this box?" I open it up. It's all my CDs. They've been sitting in the box in this corner. And I have not taken them out because, one, the CD player stopped working, so I have nothing to put them in to listen to. And two, cars now these days don't have CD players anymore. 
So yeah. what what is you know to put them in your car is also very good point. I like, but do you do I care even to go further back? Cause like I went to a record store the other day and I was like, vinyls, CDs, cassettes. Mm-hmm. Like, have you gotten that far back to cassettes at this point, or are we still kind of like not that far back? Yeah, go ahead. There is a resurgence happening on cassettes as on well. On cassettes, there is, yes. You know. Yes. But in again, fact, the same thing. It's it's for collectors, mm-hmm. for collecting, not for listening. Uh, and yeah, actually, and in certain circles, uh, especially in like synthwave, retrowave circles, it is actually going back into nostalgia at this point. We're trying to. I'm trying. Actually, I'm trying to actively find a Sony Walkman, uh, an original. They are expensive as hell right now to get. Uh, one, funny, especially ones that are working. Yeah. See, the thing is, I have one <laughs> that's I had since I was a kid. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a oh, little yeah. Sony Walkman, and I'm just like, why do you not work? Because like <laughs> literally, literally everyone. I think because like maybe, maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Corrected like Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one we saw, Peter Quill with a Walkman on mm-hmm. the big screen. I feel like that kind of kickstarted the resurgence into cassettes. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and stuff back then um, was made with uh, lead in the solder, mm-hmm. so it actually lasted a lot longer than stuff uh, now that's built for that. Because we're using a lot of lead-free solder now in uh, electronics, so they will break down a lot quicker now. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> but, of course, they won't have lead in it. <laughs> oh, there you go. But, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say I my mom's... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> on a completely side note that, like, I don't know if guys, this will pertain to you at all, but if there's any girls listening and who had grandmas or mm-hmm. great-grandmas that were alive when they were, like, more than single-digit age, they might know what I'm talking about. Did, did y'all's grandparents ever have this, like, gaudy-ass china that they oh, have yeah. had probably it's it's probably heirloom to them from mm-hmm. their grandparents right i saw this entire post happening where some some lady was lamenting that nobody wanted like none of her grandkids or kids wanted this china and she's like getting old enough to where she's starting to kind of try to figure out who gets things and will right mm-hmm. yeah and some, everyone's like saying like, oh yeah, like millennials and Gen Z, they just don't care about like fine dining stuff. They just don't have <laughs> etiquette. Just, and someone comes in, they're like, actually, the problem is that a lot of the glazes used back then contained lead, and the younger <laughs> generations are cognizant of that and don't want to be eating off of lead. Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't want your shitty china. Did you want to age myself? Oh, sorry, God. No, sorry. Oh, to age myself or even age myself even further because I am pretty old. But what are you guys? What's your stance? Have you remembered the burnt CD? And when you actually burnt a CD that actually had these songs on it? Okay, so you guys in that? I was like wondering about kids these days. I'm like, they probably don't even know what a burnt CD is. Like even like a mixtape. Yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult to even find like a PC with a, a, a drive an actual anymore. CD burner anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, my, my PC doesn't have a drive. I need to get an external drive I don't because I have. Hold up, I have a game that I have been wanting to play that my mod sent me because I was saying I wanted to play it because it's not <laughs> available on Steam, but the sequel's available on Steam. 
Oh, yeah. What game is this? It's a disc. Alice. Oh. <laughs> it's a disc. And I yeah. don't have, because shortly after she sent this to me, the computer that I had that did have a disc drive went and died. Did they even sell those? anything. Huh? Did they even sell I external mean, disc drives anywhere? Yeah. Oh, they do. They're, they're online. Oh, yeah. They're like ten, ten, to, 10 to 15 bucks now, too. They're really oh, cheap. Yeah. Makes sense. I'll just need to actually get one. Yeah. I also remember burning DVDs. That's how old I am, too. Like, actually, like, I mm-hmm. have three cases full of, like, different stuff I burnt over the years. But you're right. It's like, so nostalgia. Like, the one CD was reading it. The one CD was writing it. Two CDs in the tower. Looking at my tower now, I have no removal disk drives in either one of them. Like, I think Same. We've, come, we've come to the age where everything's, like, digital on a cloud. Like, you don't have physical copies. That's probably why vinyl... CDs like the closest you get the closest you get now is making your friend a playlist that is on true. like Spotify. Oh yeah. And I remember oh. like the show of friendship when I was in high school, the show of how close you were as friends was how many CDs y'all had made for each other. Oh yeah. Whether it be like a custom mixed list of these are all just songs that make me think of you, or I got this album and I know you're gonna love it, so I made you a copy. <laughs> like it didn't matter if you didn't have multiple CDs with your friends' handwriting on it. Mm-hmm. Y'all weren't real friends. True that. True that. But yeah, but um, kind of segue into the vinyl talking, CD talking, cassette talks. But they're like, okay, so I usually don't care what music I'm driving, but I used to have people with me and they usually can I listen to this? I guess you guys probably drive and such. Do you guys have a preference of what music you listen to as the driver of the car as you're oh, going somewhere? Uh, no. I mean, I'm not a mega country fan. I guess that's pretty oh, much the only thing I don't listen to. But <laughs> other than that, no, not really. Hey, you have any preference music? Are you... Um. So it depends. I, I mentioned this earlier, like, Faye has obsessions. Faye gets caught on things in a loop for sometimes weeks, sometimes months. Um, so you're subject to just whatever has caught my fancy. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and I was going to talk about this as my segment today, but I'm going to just kind of a little bit right now. Um, for the past two and a half, maybe three weeks, the only music that has played in my car has been Has Been Hotel. Oh, nice. I, need, I still need to watch that. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you do. Because I still need my friends to watch this so that I can go full geek mode. Because while I do <laughs> want to like, expound upon a couple things that I love about the show today, I'm not okay. going to do it right now. Um, I'll wait till you I have this. detailed things that I need you to watch. You have detailed things? Oh, dang. Our chat. There's has been all tell. Go go listen to watch it come to face stream and then you can talk about it with her. Okay. Okay. Um I usually I don't know, preference wise, like sometimes I like I have a privy to movie soundtracks. I don't know, like sometimes movie soundtracks are very very nostalgic. Like you don't listen to like a soundtrack from like like a movie and like know exactly what movie it was from. Like when it played my one favorite movie soundtrack also age me. Probably Top Gun. So, but, uh, but yeah, like movie soundtracks are my favorite type. I listen mm-hmm. to kind of those, like, and then kind of segue into, um, the funny random side note. And I don't know if you guys are both aware. I know, I think Faye's aware. I don't know if Fog is aware. But when I was going through chemotherapy at one point, 
it would play Pandora in the in the booth while you were just kind of like lying there waiting for everything to happen. And I'd say, put on movie soundtracks. So they just put on movie soundtracks and just sat there. So usually those are interesting songs. But then I think a Legally Blonde soundtrack play where the guy was in there, he's like, what is this? And then skipped it. So, oh. <laughs> but but uh, so literally it was like movie soundtracks were my coverage usually. I mean, I'm not for driving though, because everyone in the car is like, what is this we're listening to? And they want to switch it. So I, I live with my best friend and her two kids and like, the one kid doesn't care. And our kid's like, can I play my playlist? And one tour, my best friend was like, I'm playing her stuff, whatever it is. So, it is what it is. But, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's definitely a difference in, in what I play for, for myself when I'm, like, by myself. And then what I play when I have other people in the car. Because I try to play music that, like, I, I still like it. It's still on playlists that I've made. But, like, I try yeah. to play stuff that's more, like... Acceptable to the general populace. Like I don't play my weird music. <laughs> <laughs> this one kid plays all of her weird music. She's like, skip this one. This is a weird one. And I'm like, alright, skip. Go to the next one. But yeah, that's true. But yeah, but there's any music that kind of enhances the mood. Like if you sit down and be like, like I always need to listen to something that like that would cheer me up or something that would like motivate you or get you out of the funk. If you're in a funk, in particular genre or anything, you guys. Okay. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, specifically us. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, depends if you're wanting to get out of that funk or not. Sometimes, you know, just chilling with some like lo-fi stuff is uh, is great. It, just to you know, just to vibe with it for a while. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I listen to everything from like. Like one like math rock is like one of my favorite things ever in the world. Uh, we're gonna go back to like Fall of the Troy days or like uh, I mean I even like like Seosin or Circus Survive, Coed and Cambria, all that stuff. Those are, I love them so much Cambria. fun. I haven't heard of them mm-hmm. for so long. <laughs> They're so fun. I love it. I met them um, once at Comic Con. Yeah, there <laughs> nice. was the guy because he does like a graphic novel too. He does. And, like uh, the whole so, their entire band is based off of you know <laughs> a comic in a not in a sense. Yes, I so. got a picture and. Sign the no, no, I gave it to you, my friend um, Purpose, because he's a big Koei and Canberra fan. So I sent it to him, and he's like, saw the picture. He's like, it's the greatest thing ever. You get to see him, and he's standing That's five awesome. feet away <laughs> and get a signature. Yes. Say, hey, what is your song go to for getting you out of the funk? I think you have the wrong idea about me here. I am one of those people that when I'm sad, I put on sad music. Yeah. Okay. Because if I am sad and I'm listening to happy music, I just get annoyed that there are people sense. who are happy while I'm sad. Oh, there you go. I want to feel like there are people who understand how I feel right now, so mm-hmm. I put on music that matches the mood. Yeah. That yeah. That, that's always that, too. Yeah. Sometimes you just yeah. need that. Like, yeah, a lot exactly. of times. Yeah, exactly. It's good but, to feel it instead of just like pushing it away sometimes. Yeah. Like actually more than often it's not. It's better to do that. <laughs> and then random question: Do you guys still have? Because I think I still have my. Um, it's somewhere. I have no idea where it is now. But the little portable music devices like for iPod it was like some other device for the and Microsoft. Do you guys ever have one of those? Zoom. Zoom. Yes, a Zoom. It was a Zoom. Yeah. Those were not. After iPods, those were pretty simultaneous. Yeah, well, I'm at the same time. Yeah, at the same time, yeah. Yeah. Um, I never owned one to begin with. 
but I had a friend who had one. I don't know. I don't know if she still has. She probably doesn't have it anymore, though. She's moved like seven times since then. True, true. Okay. The the first MP3 device I ever had was a Rio. Uh, wow. You are gonna be hard pressed to find that if you look online. It was uh, I had uh, won it in a contest and it held uh, 64 megabytes. Of data. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was so young and I could fit an entire album onto it. It was great. <laughs> those days, those days, man. These kids these days don't understand. It's like your phone <laughs> now can hold like over like 800 songs. Then we were restricted to like 64 megabytes or 126 megabytes. And it's whatever you could fit on your Zune or your iPod. But those were the, those were the days, man. But yeah. But yeah, digital age yeah. now, right? Like every time everyone now, cloud-based Spotify, your phone can hold a million songs, access them. If you have data, it's like it's such an age where we're like away from like physical forms of how music is sad, which is true. <clears throat> all right, all right, moving on to the segment. Hey, what is your AMA question for the day? Okay, so you can actually, I actually did my homework for once. Oh, I, had, and I, I knew and then you stole my question but um so i like horror games and i know waka likes horror games oh yeah i I download some horror games games, yeah i want to know what your favorite horror games are and why even if it's just i only like it because this one scene like you have to explain it okay okay uh okay uh i'll say the horror game that got me into horror games uh, Silent Hill 2. So that was the first horror game I had ever played. It was amazing. I ever since then I I loved all Silent Hill games. Um, well, except for a couple. But uh, there was uh, uh, you know Silent Hill 2 and 3 were my jam back in the day. Uh, I think I don't know if I like uh, how you could hear the moment there where he remembered like, that there oh, was yeah. some that existed because he blocked it out so much. Oh. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, the higher number ones. You just don't want to pay attention to yeah. too much. Um, uh, as well as I guess some of the newer stuff coming out now that uh, is there a newer one, right? Yeah, Kojima's no longer yeah. working with it. Um, that was one of the most tragic things ever. <laughs> was uh, the whole PT scenario. Uh, if you remember that time, yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah, it was so hype. And was, was there a scene of Silent Hill? Because they was asking for a scene. So yes, scene. Uh, I don't know if you've played Silent Hill games. Maybe specifically two or three back in the day. But towards the end I've of one of the them, games, yeah. uh, there is a scene in a bathroom with a giant wall mirror that takes up the entire wall. You go into this bathroom and your character. You, have to, you probably have to watch the scene on YouTube at some point because okay. now, if you look at it, you're kind of like, "Yeah, whatever. That's not that crazy." But back in the day, playing it on like the PlayStation Two, it was uh, you go into this room and there's a wall, a mirror that takes up the entire wall. It completely mirrors you 100%. So it's the only mirror in the entire game that works, basically. Uh, okay. So you go in there and you start walking around and it's just that's all you see. Uh, there's some um, sinks and stuff like that. Nothing else crazy. You try to go back out the door and it's locked. Um, after you walk around this room, you're trying to figure out how to get back out of this room and because it's locked and you can't get out. Um, you look at the mirror and your character on the mirror stops moving along with you. Um, 
You give it a little, you give it a little bit of time, and all these like blood, like um, tentacle things start coming out of the ground towards you, like roots, uh, towards your mirror, uh, in the person in the mirror, and so the entire bathroom in the mirror fills up with these blood roots that then go up to your character and just engulf your character in the mirror, oh, and wow. as soon as it does that, a couple seconds later. They start coming out of your character through the mirror into your room and start filling up your room. And that was like one of the creepiest things ever back then when I was a kid playing it. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me ever since. And it's one of the coolest scenes ever in a horror game. Um, it, you know, it doesn't hold up, of course, over time. But going through the process of like playing games like that back then, uh, just going through the atmosphere of the entire game leads up yeah. to that. And it was. It was really cool. And uh, back then, of course, you know, never seen something like that in a game. <laughs> and uh, it was creepy as hell back then. To be fair, and I only can say this confidently because it's like a running gag on my channel. So many horror games don't have functioning mirrors. So that that yeah. game would still mm. freak me out. Because <laughs> so many horror games just choose to not even have the mirror function. And at least mm. I'll give some of them credit. Some of them explain it away. Yeah, like they yeah. Have, they do something that makes it in in world make sense. That the mirror doesn't work, but if I saw a functioning mirror, my first response would just be joy that a, fun a mirror is functioning. And then if they fucked with that afterwards, <laughs> I would get freaked out still. Wow. Oh yeah. So let's see. All right. So I kind of go my knowledge of games I play that are horror based, but the one that sticks out probably the original Alan Wake. So I think just the concept of the flashlight and then it's encountering the first, you know, like possessed one and just shining the flashlight and just running to the, the big spotlight just to be safe and, you know, worry about being chased. But then the scene that stuck out to me the most was like, I think it was the, the, um, the one that's like the rock, the big rock scene where it's like on the stage where they played the big song and, and like uh -huh. just the rock, playing and you were like hey it's coming left coming to the right shining the light and like yeah the barn the uh, yeah the barn and you have to restart it, it. Mm -hmm. that was like the standout and, and i think just the concept of that kind of particular game and just like the the light being the friend the safe spot and the darkness being mm -hmm. where everything bad happened was like what kind of enticed me about horror story games for a good occasional scare once in a while but alan wake the original because I never really got into. I watched people play Simon Hill and Resident Evil, but me playing myself I was like, hell no, that seems a little out there for me to be, <laughs> be scared. So, but I definitely like that, and like some other games I played since then was like, but yeah, Alan Wake sticks out mostly as one of the fave. I love it. Alan Wake is an amazing game. Um, I just recently played Alan Wake 2, the second me it came too. out. Yeah, it was and game I, I haven't yet. Please don't Okay, I won't spoil it, uh, but it builds upon the first game in a very good way. Uh, there's a lot more in the second game that is just, yeah, just a building of the first game, and it absolutely is insanely good. Um, uh, if you haven't played Control yet, I recommend that game as well. It's made by the same developers. Oh, yeah, uh, I played Control. That's probably why I like uh, like, too. They are they are in the same universe. Yeah, right. um, I they, think Control is a good game. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, Control takes place in between Alan Wake One and Alan Wake Two, and 
there's a uh, oh yeah, don't play don't play American Nightmare. Uh, it doesn't it's it's no longer canon. They uncanonized that uh, oh, DLC for the first game because okay. yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, I was just—it's just a dream. Don't look at us. Because <laughs> yeah, it—it oh, yeah, it literally uh, it, it breaks any story between the two games. But um, yeah, Alan Alan Wake uh, Control—they're all based off of uh, SCP Universe, which is just insane, and it's so good. Ah, nice. Um, nice. <gasps> That's what I should have asked. <laughs> okay, you can see what was that? Ask it. I should have asked what your favorite SCP. SCP zero ninety six. Which one is that? Yes, Shy guy. It. <laughs> oh, um, it's it is a entity that if you look at it or a picture of it, it will find you anywhere in the universe and kill you. Oh, right, I remember that one. Yeah. I don't remember them by their numbers or their names. I just remember the descriptions because, as we have established earlier in this in this podcast, my memory <laughs> is trash. Never say. I can't tell you what the n- name or number of my favorite one is. But my but favorite one, my favorite one is the lake that tries to lure you into the mm. lake to kill you. It's the one that's um, you do not recognize the bodies in the water. Okay, uh, that um, sounds very familiar. Yeah, so like the lake is semi sentient, and okay. it will like create a like a hallucination for people. So it like reads your mind and finds the people that you care about in your head, like your memory of them. And then (laughs) it makes a recreation, like a hallucination of their bodies floating in the water. It sounds very similar to Alan Wake. (laughs) To try to lure you, well, I mean, to try to lure you to come into the water to save the people you love, and then it kills you. Yep. Wait, is there, because I see Waka's last game you played was SCP. Is there like a game series that I shouldn't at least look into? Um, oh, it depends. Yeah. Yes and no. So the SCP Foundation is like a open thing that people just add to, and it's yep. all free. And like part of the rule of using anything that's specifically SCP is you have to make it free. So there's no like licensing or anything like that, and that means there's yeah. no official game series. So you have things that are like loosely based on SCPs that uh-huh. are nod to it but never will say SCP because they want to make money which is why uh, like Island Wake and Control you but there are SCPs games on Steam that you can buy that are using actual SCPs as the monsters or the creatures in mm-hmm. the games yeah. that are free on Steam and if it's a, if it says it's an SCP game it has to be free that's like the rule of being allowed uh, to okay. use the name it's a whole open source like library yeah. of entities that people add to. They upvote stuff. It's really cool. It's okay. you go on there and uh, read pages upon pages of a single entity on there, uh, and know. it's the whole backstory. People people will uh, create entire stories that they post on there based off okay. of an SCP. It's yep. and hundreds gotten, and thousands of them. Things have gotten taken down because like like if you're gonna submit an SCP, you have to have a picture that's associated with it. You have to have like a background lore associated with it. And there's another rule, but I don't remember off the top of my head, but those two are the specific important things. There are SCPs that have been taken down because mostly the picture, they find out that it's somebody's copyrighted work. Mm-hmm. They'll find out like later, like the original, the very first SCP that was ever submitted that actually happened to it, I think like three or four years ago, five at the most. 
it has been officially taken down. It is no longer considered an SCP. It's not, you're not allowed to use it anymore because the image that was used was of a sculpture that was done by a particular artist. And oh, okay. the artist was making no money off of their own artwork because of it's associated with SCPs uh, because <laughs> the their artwork was getting a bad reputation by the association. So uh, once the people right. who ran the SCP stuff realized what was happening, you know, because like I guess he contacted them or something, they right. were just like, "Yep, nope, down." Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. It's a it's a rabbit hole to go down that okay. you could spend uh, thousands of hours trying to dig through everything because it, it's okay. a lot of stuff, and it's been awesome. around since like the early two thousands. Like it's been oh, wow. Okay. Let's take a look. I think we got to know yours though. What is yours? Uh, favorite video game? My favorite horror game is Fatal Frame 2, and neither of you two oh, should yeah. be surprised by that. No. Um, I genuinely believe that was like the peak of the gaming industry because they put so much care into the tiniest things, and nobody, like, I know that most people don't notice it, but the fact that it's there is just it feels so good when this is a ps2 game this was an early ps2 game like the original fatal frame was really really early ps2 but they both have these same features when your character is walking up a set of stairs they animate it so that it's your steps are on the step there's none oh. of that like gliding up thing. No, like they match step for step. And the characters have different walks. So like, cause sometimes you'll switch between different characters as you're playing through the game to be able to tell the story. So you'll have one character who like walks down step by step, very even toned. And then like another character might kind of almost skip down the steps, you know, like uh, you know, a teenage okay. girl. And mm -hmm. it shows like different personality and it just feels good. The the flashlight will you can move it independently of the camera so like if you want to look up and you want the girl to look up you like your flashlight goes up to where you're looking it's not just a fixed circle on the wall ah. if you if there's like a curtain hanging and your character walks through it the curtain like gets hung on their face for a second and then drops behind them like has actual oh, movement okay. to it and like Nowadays, if you had a curtain on a, in a game, your character would just phase through it and it wouldn't move. And your yeah. flashlight is either fixed or it is directly connected to your camera, where like it is two separate things in Fatal Frame. I can move my camera around my girl and move my flashlight separately from it, which is really good for when you're like trying to find like hidden items and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a lot of tiny details. Um, Sorry, why not fatal the first fatal frame? Um, okay, so <laughs> it being a little older, it has some flaws, and also like I played it originally in English because English was the only option available to me, and the first one's English is laughably bad, and they did that on purpose. It has been confirmed they did it on purpose because back then Americans were considered. Um, this was the view in a, for a lot of Japanese companies. We were considered not very good gamers, and we were considered cowards. So they told the voice actors to 
purposefully do a bad job because they thought the game would be too scary <laughs> if they didn't. <laughs> but it kind of takes you out of it because like sometimes it's real bad. Also, there was a glitch that would happen sometimes in the original one where you wouldn't actually be able to see the ghosts, which like now just is like playing on hard mode, but it's annoying at times because you yeah. don't see where the attacks are coming coming from, but you're supposed to be able to. Like, it, it's not supposed to be hidden. Mm. Yeah, sure. um, and, and there's a couple other glitches. I think the worst one is in the final boss, you can actually get to a you can actually end up not being able to finish the game because your game, when you try to pull up the camera, will just crash. Uh, okay. Um... And I've had that happen to me multiple times. Um, and it's kind of just like a 50, because if it happens at all during the run, the whole run is corrupted. But you don't know that it, your run is, is corrupted. You don't know you have the glitch until you get to the last boss. It's not, it's not like, a, oh, if I go to an earlier save. No, it's been there since you started the new game. You would have to start a new game okay. and then run it again. So that's why not the first one. Also, I just think that the second one, they found their stride a bit better. Um, the first one's the story, if you get past the voice acting, very solid, like very good. There's just a couple okay. areas where like, I wish you'd have gotten more info. And in the second game, they did such a good job where if you were like, if you're one of those players who really explores everything, also the atmosphere in these games is like one of the best horror atmospheres I have ever seen in gaming. Like they make it generally creepy and eerie and just feels heavy without the heavy handedness of like, they're not like mm -hmm. dripping blood from the walls or like, doing the I'm gonna slowly have the music crescendo and then just drop off and nothing like they don't do any of those tricks it's just with what you know and the dilapidatedness of the area you just feel like I am not safe atmosphere building is one of the most difficult things ever in a game and, and they got it it's, it's yeah. amazing it gets uh, it needs to be that way because it's jump scares are cheap like yeah. a good jump yeah, scare is great but only if you have a good atmosphere first. Makes sense. Um, and there's two things that I think make horror games, and that is atmosphere and actually audio is actually one of the biggest things in horror. Um, there are some very creepy movies out there that rely on both of those things. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's Ganjim Haunted Asylum. It's a, mm -hmm. It is a Korean horror movie that came out like maybe three years ago. It's uh, the closest thing I can relate it to is it's kind of like uh, phasmophobia. So okay. it's a bunch of kids, um, like early twenties, late teens, go to a haunted asylum live on basically Twitch. So they're live streaming this Twitch uh, thing, and the audio in that movie is one of the most unsettling things I've ever listened to. <laughs> oh, wow. And but basically, just think phasmophobia live on Twitch. Uh, what was it called again? Yeah. Uh, Ganjame Haunted Asylum. Ganjim. If you find it, Ty, link it to me. Okay, yeah, the Asylum, audio, right? now that you mention it, um, Wakam, the audio is a thing that I do love. I love it in that it's so simple and subtle yeah. that I forgot that it's a thing. 
like, okay, so again, I'm specifically talking about the second one. It's the thing of like, there's a character, it, it's got ghosts, right? There yeah. are ghosts that are supposed to be priests. So they have a staff that has the circle and then the, like the metal rings on it, you know, set in Japan because it's, you know, Japanese game. I will be walking through towns and I just hear ching or you know the bell type jingling sound and I'm like fuck <laughs> I know there's one right behind me and then I have the choice am I gonna you're like immediately you're like do I have enough film to do this fight or do I need to oh, run because yeah. you can fight them but like there's limited film because you, you don't get like a gun you just have a camera there's limited film in the game. It doesn't like infinitely replenish. There are like, it's the game's told over a series of nights. And each night there's a set amount of film. And if you don't find all of it and it turns to the next night, you just lose whatever you didn't find. And you also have a set amount that you can carry. So like, yeah, you're constantly doing the like, okay, can I afford to do this fight? Do I need to leave? Because there's a benefit to doing the fight, but there's also like the, the downside of like running out of resources and, mm-hmm. but it's done in such a way where you never feel like the game is actively slighting you. Like if you're running low on film, it's because you have mismanaged your stuff and you know you've mismanaged your stuff. Because the time out of times that I have played through this game, and at the end of it, I have just been overstocked on everything. <laughs> like, you can absolutely get through this game and, and fight everything if you know what you're doing. Yeah. But they, like, any sounds that you hear, it's like the creaking of floorboards as your character's walking through this old Japanese-style house. The mm-hmm. sliding doors sounds. And there's, like, a, a subtle music, but it, it's, it, you know... It's like eerie chanting, which is mm-hmm. like can be pretty, but not in this context. You know, <laughs> things like that. It has the subconscious nature of the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Sometimes you don't yeah. realize it's there, but you definitely realize it when it's not. <laughs> yeah. True. But, yeah. My favorite thing, though, overall, is like I said, the way that they pull the story together. Because if you are like, you can play through the game and not explore much and get like the overall main story like and it'll make sense but if you explore and like really really explore every room there are all these little journals and some of them you'll they make very obvious because there's like a blue glow some of them are like hidden in a drawer under a a thing so you don't see the glow so you got to go like dig in the drawer if you find all the journals you find out the like his the lives of all these ghosts because every ghost you're encountering was a person who lived Mm -hmm. in this village they had a life they did something and every single one of them has a journal so you can learn about the days leading up to the event that killed off everybody so you can find out like who they were and how things got where they are and then every time you come against that ghost you know oh that's you know like there's a ghost that always comes out of a box and she walks real weird and it's kind of creepy it's like it's like almost how you feel like the grudge girl would walk at you oh yeah (laughs) yeah okay but then you find her journal and you find out that like she was just 
your average girl and this like calamity event started happening and she goes and she hides in a kimono box because she thinks it's gonna save her and then she gets trapped in the box and her body started cramping up and she's like crying for somebody to help like to get her out and that's where she died hmm. and you're like oh no ah. and every time you find her you're like I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> And all of them are like interconnected, and that's why they're all still yes. stuck. <laughs> I think it was the recommendation you gave me a while back. I need to look into it again. Fatal Frame I tell everybody and... to play Fatal Frame. Yeah. You should, everybody yeah. should play Fatal Frame. You should play Fatal Frames 1, 2, and 3. The rest of them are garbage. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't say that because I have now played all of them. I have tried. I have given them all a fair <laughs> shake. Yeah. 1, 2, and 3 are great. Everything beyond that sucks. Gotcha. All right, time flies. We're gonna move on to the next topic. Um, so, in in recent um, Netflix premiere, I don't know if you guys are familiar, because Avatar: The Last Airbender was my childhood cartoon. Hey, shaking her head no already. Walk up, please tell me, tell me you know of Avatar: The Last Airbender from Nickelodeon. I I mean I know of it. Uh, I actually oh. never. Um, I've, I've watched Korra. Yes, Corey um, will Corey will be considered though. But Corey, yeah. I I have not watched the original. Um, uh, okay. Oh crap! Is it Lang? Uh, Hang, 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 not Lang. Hang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I misunderstood my shaking of my head. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. What are, why, why are we shaking oh, your head? Then? I was a huge fan of the cartoon. I'm shaking my head because I knew where you were going with the Netflix thing, and I'm like, no, oh. it doesn't exist. Oh, oh does, wait, why doesn't it exist? They did another adaption, yeah. Like, okay, I can go over adaptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was an adaption. Of course, you know, they did Avatar the Astro Bender, they whitewashed that entire movie, the original mm-hmm. one, because all the characters were white. I feel like they did a good job. Did you watch it, Faye? Because you're shaking your head like it doesn't exist. Like, did you actually even give it a shot? I watched one episode and said, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, like, casting, I'll say this: they did great job at casting this time, yeah. or at least significantly better. And that's of course. like the only thing they got right. Okay. Well, in terms of for you, okay, so I I definitely like loved it. It was a good like I I binged the whole you know book series. There are stuff they left out of that original. So like, to some of people who are listening, you haven't watched Avatar, no very spoilery, but they separated to two or three books, I think. Three or four, I can't remember. But the first book encompasses the first series season of this show, and they they had a lot to kind of jam in there. But they got some of the, like main like some of the story points from it. But then Avatar was my my thing that came out recently. But just to kind of bring just into like a topic of discussion of live action movies based on things that were animated. Maybe one other example was Transformers because Transformers is a cartoon. And it went to uh-huh. live action at one point. So, do you think is the, the the way of it going to transfer Clifford the Big Rock Dog has also gotten a live action treatment? I've never seen it, so I can't really say much on it. But um, oh, like, is this something that you guys like to bring back? I guess from from our standpoint, as people that watched the animated series at that point to see it in live action. But for kids these days, probably be like, what is, what is this? You know, it's new to them. Like anything that you want to see that is a cartoon as a live action. I have one example that probably you guys wouldn't expect, but what are your guys' thoughts? Have you seen one that you want to see live action? 
I have been so disappointed by pretty much every live action adaptation, mm -hmm. be it from a cartoon or from a book or anything like that in the past, like, hmm, eight to ten years. Uh, and I really just would like them to stop touching anything. Stop touching. Okay. <laughs> period where there was like a couple here and there that it were at least somewhat good. Okay. That I was like, okay, like we got the spirit of it. But like I feel like we passed that. Like they made the Lord of the Rings, it was great, and then they thought they could just print money by making no, stop. Y'all aren't yeah. putting the money <laughs> and the skill into making these things anymore because they were like, Well, if we cut out all of this stuff, we'll make more profit. So they're not putting any of the 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 resources into making these things good anymore so they just need yeah. to stop yeah i mean uh i don't know there's a few that came out recently well, recently last five or six years that i really did not like um i'm for anime let's just say death note uh oh, there yeah. has been multiple death note yeah. live actions they have been absolutely horrible like literally unwatchable all, all um, the disney ones for the most part the disney ones okay yeah uh aladdin um there was parts about it I liked, but um, and again, the, the problem I'm is much kinder than I am. They, they're not made. They're not made. They're not made for us. That's the problem. Is they're Makes they're sense. made for the new generation. The new generation. But unfortunately, you know, you know, we're, we watch these shows as a kid, these movies, and you know, they're we have to, you know, when we look at them, we're looking at them through like a, a fan service eye, and like <laughs> these were made. These were made for us, uh, and. We want the new ones I to be just as good. I actually disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of disagree with your your mm -hmm. assumption that they're making them for the new generation. I don't think that's the case. I think they're doing some weird amalgamation where they're trying, like they want it to appear like it's for the kids, but it's supposed to be for us. But then they uh -huh. also want to just do something different. And I think it's more than anything. I think most of these things are. I had an idea that I think would be cool, but oh, I yeah. know <laughs> no one's gonna watch my new idea, so I'm gonna steal this beloved name and just slap it on my idea yeah and i think a lot of that yeah is uh you know maybe the parents who watch those kids will take their kids to this one because they remembered it from back in the day yeah uh, they're they're yeah. banking on the parents having nostalgia yep. to get them into the seat but it's like exactly but yeah, yeah. It's, it's not made <laughs> for anybody other than the producer's fucking ego that's who it's uh, made correct. for correct correct <laughs> Be there's there's some good ones that like okay we're, we're gonna go way back into the day uh okay. uh teenage mutant ninja turtles mm -hmm. i remember that that was yep. that was a live action adaption awesome. of the cartoon from the 80s and they used uh but, animatronics yeah. for everything it was really cool yeah i'll um, give you that one recently uh i actually just started watching the one punch man uh, uh sorry not one but oh, my brain sorry i i just i just died for a second there <laughs> uh one piece one piece one piece yes <laughs> So the, like, one the, punch, the one piece, mm -hmm. one piece, yeah, the, uh, the one, the one piece live action is freaking fantastic. And I don't know why this one can be so fantastic and not all the rest of them that they've been trying to do. <laughs> Cause yeah. it is, uh, I've, I've never seen an adaption this close to what they need to do. Um, I haven't seen the One Piece anime or its live action, so take mm -hmm. what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, but I've had friends who have seen both, and one of the things that they have mentioned is that it feels like they let the cast just have fun. Yeah. Like, my understanding of One Piece is that it's 
while it covers some serious topics, it's not a serious anime. Correct. And they didn't try to make the live action serious, which I've noticed that's the thing that they always try to do. They try to make the live action like grittier, more grounded, yep. more serious than whatever cartoon it was based off of. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> what I've heard about One Piece is that they they knew what they were and they let it be that and they let people just have fun on set. Oh, absolutely. And that definitely comes through. That definitely comes through. Well, I have one that might also age me. I say it a long time because I'm pretty old. But do you guys remember Thundercats by chance? Yeah. As yes. a cartoon? When I, I was big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see that as a live action. I mean, definitely would see that adaptation to see if they actually would do it. The other one that sticks out that I want to see and it's possible now with CGI and everything. Do you guys ever remember Robotech by chance? No. What's okay, that? so Robotech was about these aliens where that were like 50 feet tall, but then it's it's and then interesting enough, it was based like in the distant future in the 1980s, but ni- 1999. Too fast. But um, but there's Andrade, Macross, but then there was like it's based on Japan animation that they adapted to America, which they dub all the voices. Mm-hmm. But planes that would turn into mechanized robots to fight these aliens that also were 50 feet tall and flying and like also mechanized. But they're, they're, the Zentradi were like a warlike species, so they only need war. But there's like a mantra of like where they came from, who was. So, like a lot of like schema, or there was a lot of, uh, not schema, but there's a lot of like backstory to the whole thing. And there was like, like a, like a, I was based on like this, this little kid that was like a, like a show pilot that kind of stumbled into a plane that turned into a robot and no no one knew about it. But yeah, Robotech. Here, let me, let me just let me find it real quick. Because <laughs> it was an 80s cartoon, but they, it's been like one of those things where they seriously, they never, they never, um, they had rights to possibly adapt it into to a live action, but they, they have never... There's many cartoons, many adaptations, but the funny part about it is literally it was um oops, I opened something that caused did something to my screen on it. I did. One second, close this. Oh it shouldn't affect you guys. But um yeah, it was um essentially um three uh, three animes that they kind of pieced together in um in um into to a long-running series. So once you've reached the end of Robotech, so like three different series from Japan, but then they just rolled it back. It's like, start at the beginning again. We have no more series to go to. But yeah, Robotech was a 1980s series. And it would probably date me or some people, but that one I see live action. But from watching Transformers, when I first saw the live action of that one too, I was like, the car changed it into Optimus Prime. That was caught my heart because like Transformers back in the day, so one of those also cartoons I woke up very early to watch before everything and going to school and such because it was like the the cartoon of the time. But yeah, but what about do you guys remember the live action Flintstones? Uh oh, out? the movie. Yeah, there was a, there was a movie, wasn't there? There was. Uh, Halle, I remember Halle Berry was in it. Halle Berry was in it. Um. 
Let me look if I go. Who was this in it? Was it John Goodman? Yeah, it was yeah John, John Goodman, Goodman, was, Goodman was in there. Barry, it was one of the... Rosie um, O'Donnell. Ro- mm-hmm. was, uh, not a fan. It was one of the... Uh, um, oh my god, what's their... It's the brothers that all... There's like the three brothers that are... Uh, uh, that are actors back in the day. Oh, oh they played. Uh, really? Oh my gosh, I can't remember the names now. Rick Moranis, no. Yeah, I love Rick Moranis though. Cool. Yeah, but that was one of the ones that like was very classic. Even Craigslist Casper. I mean, Casper, I feel like was a good adaptation. I've seen Casper. Casper was <laughs> yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. But again, like I feel like there's a note like. We're talking about all these old adaptations that I would just like to point out, like, if I watch an old adaptation and then compare it to the new adaptations that have been coming out, everything, even though the other movie might be 10, 15 years older, everything in it looks better. It's got, like, Casper, like, the ghost Casper looks better than most CGI that's coming out now. Got it. Like, the... Makeup, you know, hair and wigs, everything. Like, you can tell they were putting money into those details. And if you can't tell, I am a detail-oriented person. If I spot something out of whack, it throws me for a loop. And it will color my entire... Like, one of the reasons I can't stand the Avatar Netflix thing is because the wigs look so goddamn awful. It is so (laughs) obvious that they are bad wigs. And it takes me out of anything because I'm just like, wow, y'all couldn't put money into this. Like, I know oh, you man. have the money for it. You're Netflix. Uh, but yeah, like they just don't put the money into it. And that yeah, like, I'm not sure I if agree. y'all know this, but you you know the reason why they killed the animate like Disney killed the animation part of their stuff and went to the 3D whatever computer stuff mm-hmm. is because they could get away with not paying the 3D animators because the traditional animators were unionized and they had to pay them mm-hmm. and they didn't have to pay these people and CGI people also don't have a union right now and so the companies keep fucking them over all the time and that's why your CGI looks like crap Yeah. so like it's bad and I don't want to support them on principle pay your fucking people there you go. There you go. All right, that's it. Um, we go to the next topic. Waka, do you have an EME question? Uh, no, I guess I don't. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> You've had the whole show. Yeah, Waka. the whole show. We left you the last. That's funny. All right. Well, let's see. We'll go through the phase infatuation, then we can come back and give give you a couple minutes to think about it. All right. Hey, what is your segment today? What is it? What are we? I mentioned it earlier. Hasbin yes. Hotel. Oh my God! Why have you not watched it yet? Okay, give us a give us the non-spoilerly. What is this? Okay, so things you'll find out within the first like five minutes. Um, obviously, uh, well, I guess not so obvious from the title. It's set in hell. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's there, you already know going forward is dead and probably not a great person (laughs) okay and um lucifer's daughter so the princess of hell has decided that she wants to fix the overpopulation problem of hell 
by <laughs> creating a place to basically rehabilitate them to try to get them to be able to ascend to heaven because once a year angels are coming down from heaven and exterminating like a bunch of her people basically so she's like well I, I don't like this so let's and that's the whole premise is like you're trying to rehabilitate the sinners oh okay um and her efforts to do that and you know the the things that arise and I like the I like it because it comes from a place of like the whole like the message of the show is like everybody regardless of what they've done can be redeemed provided they want to be redeemed and put in the effort mm -hmm. ah, okay. and so like like the people who want redemption in the show they have to come to the hotel because that's where she's they, it's a whole little punny thing you know you check into has been hotel and when you check out you're checking out to go to heaven it's supposed to be the whole idea ah, okay. gotcha. yeah but it is so charming the music is way better than it really has any right to be that's awesome um it's I can't even you're give it a genre. Music? Can't get I can't give it. I can't give it a genre because they actually like. Cause, okay, so like the, it's, it's hell, right? So people died at different times, and the music that plays, or or, or that the characters sing, because it's a kind of a musical cartoon. So like, there's like right. people just break out into song occasionally. Okay. But the the music changes depending on the character. So there's one character. Their name is Angel Dust. They died in like the 90s. So their music is more like pop. Oh. 90s pop music. Then there's Alistair. He died in the 30s. Um, he's like, his music's kind of like jazzy. Okay. Um, so like you get a few different genres. Some of these songs... There's one in particular, and I can't tell you anything about it because it's spoilers, but there was a song that I had to stop <laughs> when I when I was watching it the first time. I had to pause and step away because I started to fucking cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, I fell in love with the voice. <laughs> like, Is it on... It's on Amazon. Oh, on Amazon, okay. Amazon, Amazon Prime. I think there's, like... 10 episodes, okay. maybe like 12. Oh, nice. Not yeah. not a ton of episodes. Huh. But, yeah, just every... I, I think there's only like two songs to the whole series that I'm just like, eh. Like, they're not bad, they're just eh. Mm -hmm. And okay. the rest of the songs, I'm just like on repeat in my car. That's awesome. There you go. There you go. The characters are great. Even the ones, like, there's... I will say this. One thing I've noticed, because, you know, TikTok somehow got my number and knows exactly what I'm into. So they started <laughs> popping up the has-been hotel stuff, <laughs> even though I never searched it. Um, one thing I've noticed because of the show is uh, people don't have media literacy skills anymore. There is a specific character that so many people I see saying like, oh, they're, a, they're not a good character. They're a poorly written character. And I'm just like, you have missed the point. They are a fantastically developed character they are great 
you're not supposed to like them. You are supposed <laughs> to hate this guy. Okay. <laughs> like, if you like him, there is something wrong with you mentally. Go to therapy. <laughs> but, like, they don't get that. And they just think, oh, it's a bad character. And I'm just like, y'all don't. Y'all have, like, they only are able to see, like, surface level. And they're not able to, like, read anything under. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me a bit sad at times. Mm-hmm. So, please, if you go into the show, try to think of things on a deeper level. Most things have layers in this show. Because okay. I've seen, I looked it up as an anime, so is it geared towards any particular age group, though? I'm just curious. Adults. Definitely 18 plus. Okay, make it sure. Make it sure. Just look at the animation drawing. I was like, is this an adult show? But, yeah. The show has copious amounts of, drag, uh, of drug sex and murder and cutting. I'm, sure. I'm in right. <laughs> it's set in hell an accurate representation of hell do not let your children watch this I've... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I've been I've been, fan, I've been a fan of this project since the pilot first dropped on YouTube back in 2019 oh that's awesome I okay. saw the pilot within a couple months of it coming out and then, like, the pilot just ended on a, like, we'll be back kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we heard, I heard nothing about it. And, yeah. and then it just, like, dropped randomly, like, earlier this month. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> what? you did what now? <laughs> wait, so they dropped, wait, so the YouTube pilot, so that's, this is recent. So they just dropped it, like... I mean, if, if, I don't know exactly when it came out. Um, okay. I probably might, I might have actually found it a little bit later. It definitely dropped sometime in 2024, though. Uh, okay, gotcha, so gotcha. January okay. at the earliest, I found it at the beginning of, of uh, February. Gotcha, gotcha. So right. it might have been out for like a week or two before I found it, but All it right. hadn't been out long. You're your first chat. Check that out. Husband Hotel. Go to Face Streaming and talk to her about it. <laughs> yes, do I have I have things to talk about? There you go. All right. So does that conclude? What you're hyperfixated at the moment? Pretty much, because I can't go into detail because you guys <laughs> haven't seen it. <laughs> there you go. All right, round back to Blaga. AMA question to kind of finish us off here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I'm. I'm super hyper focused on working on music stuff currently uh i have uh, i mean for the last year and a half i've been working on an album to get something out right now but i want to know like what your guys do you have any guys do you guys have any creative outlets that you have besides like streaming or anything that you know most people might not know about hmm. there you go first <laughs> oh i'm thinking um i guess everyone knows I, Faye does a lot of uh you know, yeah, I feel like I've already kind of I, I kind of already talk about all my creative outlets. You know, like I show I show my knitting progress whenever I have progress updates on it on stream. Yeah. I talk about uh, crochet stuff. I haven't done any crochet in a while, so I haven't shown anything. But like I've talked about projects and things. I went on a whole rant about AI the other day. Um, yep. <laughs> I mean, is, I don't really. Yeah, I don't. I think along I those lines, it. yeah. Is there any like creative outlet you were thought about doing that you just haven't done yet? 
Um, I want to learn how to sew. I have a sewing machine and a table that I just need to set up. I need to... I'm so fucking terrible. I've been, I need to rearrange the space so that there's room for the sewing table. And I'm just always so fucking tired, so it hasn't gotten done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that um, feeling. <laughs> I, I'd like to... I kind of like to learn guitar, but I don't own one, so, like, that, that's not going to happen anytime soon. Because um, I don't know how to play any instruments. Um, I... Like I sing okay, but yeah. I, know, I, really, I mean I would uh, like a musical. I think I, if I could. Yeah, I think Faye would I'd be embarrassed if I. Yeah, you know, I like the stuff you sent me a long time ago. Oh for, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I tried to audition. So if you're on TikTok, you might have. If, you, if you're a nerd on TikTok, you might have heard this musical that somebody's making called Epic, and it's like an Odyssey musical, and there was like an he was doing an open call for different parts and there was one part that I wanted to audition for and I asked for Waka's help because the guy said that we could change the key and it was like just like a, a little bit out mm -hmm. of my range what it currently was so Waka like used his fancy music stuff that he has on his side to help change the key and then I sent it back to Waka with me trying to sing the things and I'll be honest Walker you can be very very disappointed in me I never actually sent in those audition uh, songs because <laughs> I chickened out <laughs> but I made like five different versions and I sent them to Walker and Walker's like I like these two and I was like okay and then I sat on them forever and didn't ever send it because I'm a coward <laughs> well so. you're at the NPC comes back to that again but um, besides the podcast, I don't know. I just started this, I think, only... And don't say, like, record them and post them, because, like, I was just doing them on stream. So mm -hmm. they told me to start that, so I started doing that. So that's why there's, like, a short gap between, like, the first couple of series episodes of season one to, like, near the end. Cause yeah. Was, like, but then, um, yeah, I think this is kind of like a great outlet for now. It's just kind of, like, getting, like, three random people together just to have conversations and talk. And usually it's... I know it's interesting because like the, the topics of discussion sometimes tangent to different areas that I wasn't expecting. So, mm -hmm. but that's been evolved over over the um, the years. Now it's been going on. Like we originally had four people that were in, so that was a lot of people talking, and that took forever to get through one guest. And then we'll go into like the wee hours of the morning where we're like two to three a.m. and we're like everyone's like we're tired now, can we stop? Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh. But like now it's more as we've gone through it and now it's like it's gotten like more condensed down to average top one hour and a half. So it's not like a long stream where people get, you know, in the way to all this. Yeah. But then the thing I need to still kinda of learn for going forward is to maybe edit these down because I've been so lazy just like smishing the whole thing together and just posting it. So I wanna start maybe going in more into getting clips from certain parts of the shoot the topic so that it's more condensed and digestible because you know sitting to watch like an hour and a half like video or listening to an hour and a half like long conversation might be fun for some people but you know people attention spans like go down to like two three minutes and you have to like you know get the stuff so that's kind of where I'm trying to head for this eventually one day I will sit down and try to tear you know a clip out a part of it I'm getting better with Clips with streaming, so I need to kind of figure out a way to make it easy to grab clips from this audio segments and push it into like smaller parts. So that's where I'm kind of at with my creative outlet. 
at the moment. So, but either that or getting more tattoos. I don't know. I really love getting. You can't see chat or audio people. I'm holding my arms up as like getting mm-hmm. more creative of like where tattoos have been placed. And this one, the latest one, which is like from Tarkov, but it definitely don't get stuff tattooed in your elbow. It's so like it hurts like crazy in that area. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's better creative. I want to get a tattoo. Yeah. yeah. I need to save gonna... up to get one. I was going to say, I have plans to get a forearm tattoo um, that is all four waveforms in a row Ooh, as a signature nice. on my arm. Ooh. So it's going to be sine wave, square, triangle, sawtooth, all in like a signature format in a long right, line is, on my forearm. This is not your first one, is it? Uh, Yes, actually. Oh, it's the first one? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen so you in first time. My, my, my question yeah. was going to be, uh, right-hand dominant... What do you think? Which arm would be the best forearm to get the first to get a right. first forearm tattoo? Your dominant arm. Yeah. I feel like Faye, do you have a thing? I mean, like, which side do you sleep on? Oh, <laughs> I sleep on all the sides. Office, whatever side you sleep on, the opposite, the opposite of that. Side. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only about her first. I, I, I consider this like maybe 60% dominant compared to my left arm. That's okay. a problem. So. Well, the one thing when I got started my first tattoo was on my back and I never saw it until I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh yeah, the tattoo's back there. So like, I feel like whatever, like if you want to get used to seeing it every single day, your dominant arm, if you'd rather not see it as much, then your your less dominant arm, which is better. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a website, I think it's called Inkbox or something like that. Um, they do like I'm gonna call them semi-permanent tattoos. The ones where you like put the sticker on, you leave oh, it yeah. on for like a while, you take it off, and then it like fades over the course of weeks. But yeah. it looks while it's there, it looks like a like legit one. You can mm-hmm. I, I think it's Inkbox where you can like send them what you're thinking of getting, and they'll send you Ooh. one to like trial run. Just order two copies, put it on each side, and see. If you like better. Yeah, that'd be cool. Me <laughs> too. Faye needs to figure that out herself. So, no, I know what I want. I don't know how to find a tattoo artist. Oh. Um, because where I live now, I don't have friends. Like, if I lived back in San Antonio still, I had friends who had tattoos and of varying styles. So if I wanted, like, a specific style, I would know, like, okay, for this style, I go to, I ask this friend, and for that style, I'd ask this friend. I don't have friends especially the ones i do have here don't have tattoos even in when i lived in georgia i knew plenty of people who had tattoos and i could just be like hey who do you recommend i don't know like if you don't have friends who already have tattoos how do you fucking find a tattoo artist who you know is going to be good because that's the thing everyone's like mm, oh look true. at that like look on their instagram and i'm like i don't trust instagram because they're not gonna no. first off they only ever post because i've looked at so many tattoo artists on instagram they only ever post like the day that they did it no yep. i want to see what that tattoo is going to look like four or five years from now which is why yeah. I liked my friends, because I could see which one, like, <laughs> hey, this person knows how to do really solid color work. This person knows how to do really great line work. Like, I had friends that their tattoos, they were like, yeah, when I'm getting the outlines done, I go to this artist. But when I'm going yeah. for the color, I go to this person, because True. they were like, how do I find this shit? <laughs> the only thing is, like, wait, so you want to... Hmm. 
Yeah, because every picture, you're right, it's pretty much the day of it's been done. So you don't yeah, see it from so the, the yeah. wall. Good. Yeah, and they're only showing their best work. I mean, exactly. they're not. That's true, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, you're, if you're a tattoo artist, yeah. I expect you've done at least three or four a day, at minimum, depending on the size. I'm trying right? to figure out which one is the oldest on my arms, because there's the one on my back, but I can't really... Like, I have to send you a picture, but... Uh, of what it looks like now. But, you know, these ones pretty held up pretty well. Like, I think the oldest one on this one's probably this one, which mm-hmm. is uh, the, the Boba Fett, not Boba Fett, um, Mandalorian with Corbu outline. But they usually, they usually, I mean, that the artist is good and, like, they usually, like, stand the test of time. Don't look at my legs, though. My legs always get so dry during the winter that, <laughs> that the leg tattoos are always, like, why are we down here? It's so like not moisturized at all, but um, but um, yeah, I I've it, I could see that being an issue for some people. Like I go to yeah. tattoo conventions and usually look at their their artwork as it is and then go from that. But you're right, yeah, you don't no, know don't, anyone. If you only can show me the artwork like the day or like even in within like the first like month, if that's all you can show me, I don't want it. I want to see your artwork. Years down the line, <laughs> yeah. I either like introduce me to somebody that you have tattooed so I can see it on them, or if you're a good tattoo artist, I assume that your people come back to you. Take a one year later, three yeah. years later, five years later pick, and if you're not doing that, I don't fucking trust you. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of them aren't because it's not the standard. Mm-hmm. I get that. It doesn't change my feelings on it. Oh, I feel like if you were really good at it and you really wanted people to trust you, especially people who don't have tattoos or are maybe new to the area, and you're wanting people to find find you and to be tr- to trust you just going forward, like just provide that. Why? Because ev- and everybody so far that I've talked to has been like, oh, well, you just find someone who like you like their Instagram, and then you go in and you get something small. Small tattoos are still expensive. A lot That's of these true. places have like a minimum sitting fee of like seventy five bucks or hundred to or hundred. Yeah, like yeah. depending yep. on the area. Like some of these, like they have a minimum sitting fee for something. One, like I don't have tattoos. I don't want the first one to be an experiment just to see if this person's okay. Because what if I end up hating <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, no, I want... Huh? This one was like a hundred sitting feet. Look how big it is. It's yeah, 80. no, I'm, and why am I why am I giving someone 75 to a hundred dollars mm-hmm. for them to like True. almost trial run? Nah, I'm good, fam. <laughs> like, that's just, that's if it was like, if I could get something super tiny for like twenty bucks, maybe. Yeah. Oh, materials. Oh yeah. But even then, I have spent so long thinking about what I want. And Winter Nights, that I understand the materials things. I do get it. I'm just saying I shouldn't have to pay that just for a trial. I should be able to see up front if I'm going to like the work. And if it's going to age the way that I want things to age, because I know exactly what I want, I know where I want it, and I have put off for many years getting the tattoos that I wanted because of not being able to find someone who I thought could do the work the way that I want it done. That's true. Oh, wait. I have two that I want. I have a little one right here, as you can see. I don't know if you see. It's a dragon that's on my shoulder. That was done by my cousin's boyfriend at the time, 
But it has stand the test of time. Like, it's literally still like most vibrant one I have, and it's like the biggest one. That's mm, looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, so definitely, yeah, but it is, you're right, it's, it's just kind of like, do you trust this person? Is there artwork good? Yeah. Does Sam test the time? So that definitely makes sense. Makes sense indeed. I've gotten the gambit, but what, just to, to, to bring the gambit up, once you get one, you never stop. <laughs> so you can see, as I've continued on. Like people told me that about my piercings. They're like, oh, like once you start getting face tattoos or face piercings, you're just gonna keep going. And it's like, no, I went in one day, I got every piercing that I wanted, and I have had no impetus to go back. Uh, <laughs> there's only know. there's only one set that I there was only one piercing that I wanted that I couldn't get because I wanted to get right here above my lip pierced, and I was Ooh. told I couldn't do it because I have a short like this area between my nose and my lips is very short when my gum area is very short. So oh, where okay. it would have sat would have like been, I guess, rubbing on my teeth like this. Uh, okay. So my piercer was like, my piercer was like, he's like, could you find someone to do it? Probably. What, do I recommend it? No, and I won't do it. And I trusted that man because I did yeah. research to find him. Uh -huh. Um. Sure. So if he said no, I just didn't do it. But yeah, I got all nine piercings in one sitting. Nice. Gotcha. Oh, nine piercing and one. What? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He kept, he's like, are you sure you want to? I'm like, I'm good. Oh, Let's damn. go. I have a really weird pain tolerance in that I don't feel pain like I'm supposed to. Oh, um, I one time had second and third degree burns on my body, and I was just like, mm, I'm a little tender, but I'm good. Wait, so out of curiosity, <laughs> I'm just saying, where are these nine piercings? Um, Mostly in the ears, so you can't see right. them. This one and this one are the most visible but um when i got the top i think it's called the helix when i got mm -hmm. the top of my ear done he was like trying to like psych me up for he's like okay like this one's gonna hurt because that was the first one of the painful ones that he did uh -huh. and it literally just felt like being pinched oh, okay. to me to me and then he was like the same thing for um this is all like this one's gonna be the most painful one and I'm like I've I've literally had cramps that hurt worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> oh dang. Alright. Well yeah, I was oh, like, that... I just get them all at the same time. Oh dang, oh, interesting. Alright, well that didn't we'll kind of wrap it up there, but welcome being a guest. Oh, can you guys really hear this one? Yeah, I can hear that. Alright, that's the studio audience. Thanks for the great podcast. So Waka, where do we find Waka? Where do you just plug yourself? Yeah, I mean the easiest go. place to find me is Waka.wiki. Literally, that's Waka. the URL. <laughs> yeah, the URL. Uh, there it has go. has all my links there. Uh, I make uh, DMCA free music. Uh, it's for streamers, content creators. Anyone can use it free of charge. Doesn't matter as long as you don't put it behind a paywall. No, I have to start looking because I saw that the other day. I was like, I gotta start looking into this, but I will definitely look into it. Yeah, um, I think we're um, sitting around forty something tracks now. Uh, but it, that's that's gonna uh, as I, I keep saying it as soon as I get time I'm going to um, break that to immense amounts pretty quick I have a lot of stuff that I need to release nice alright and then we do this last thing for the thing and I kind of didn't really explain what is making you get his month for like your current obsession which we already know what phase was but like <laughs> so like anything that Walker that you've been doing that is your current like 
Giddy, making you giddy at all? Giddy? Happy? Uh, I don't actually I mean I, I'm on a major health kick. Like I've been biking. Uh, well, I, I'm going to do this in kilometers because that's what my bike has on it. Uh, right. But I've been doing uh, between 15 to 20 kilometers on the bike every single night. Uh, walking, Damn. eating, eating like 1,600 calories a day. I've been. It's been insane. So major, you know, trying to, you know, make sure I'm right. healthy as fuck. And uh, that's been super nice for me. That's, I guess that's my obsession right now. Okay. Uh, I got a, I got a full smartwatch for tracking everything. And uh, yeah, and I guess. I'm over here snacking on. <laughs> I know. As, as, as of 52 minutes ago, I'm on 16 hour fast. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I've been doing that every day. <laughs> it's uh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> well, I know Faze is well you wanna is anything besides has been hotel? Has been your thing? Mm. Well that's the only happy obsession I've had this month. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think I'm trying to think of other things. I mean like everyone's obsessed with a bunch of things, right? <laughs> True. Um and then, I mean, and then... the rest of mine aren't happy. Oh, oh. <laughs> now we're gonna uh, see happy happy uh uh i just watched shin godzilla okay uh that was a 2016 godzilla movie from japan it was insanely cool nice uh i don't know <laughs> okay well the session was avatar because like i grew up on avatar so i watched everything from all the series and like i hated the M. Shyamalan rendition mm-hmm. of course the compassion but i feel like they did this pretty I feel like, I mean, I know, I wouldn't look at the wigs myself and, like, look and see how that is, but the casting was spot on, and the characters, even, um, uh, was it Tsuki, the, the Koshi, you know, like, I feel like they did that pretty well. I know some casting, I'm questioning in there, but still, like, for terms of story-wise and the content and what they put into it, I feel like it's pretty, pretty yeah. good, so that's pretty much what I've been, so I just, if you're not, if you're a wagger, like, go take a watch and take oh, yeah. a chance and see. Or walk if you want to see, but take a chance and walk on the Avatar Last Airbender uh, series. Other than that, I've been still... My other game I main usually is... Uh, I'm not talking to my phone. The other game I usually main is uh, Tarkov, so I've been playing that. And Tarkov's like an extraction shooter. I'm just like, level up, get the gear, go out. And then you cause you run into people that kill you. I mean, you've got no disregard and just like, no, but it's just like... Yeah. The stakes in that game for me is just like get the stuff and level up your stuff, you know. Sometimes you run into people who sometimes you can kill people, sometimes you don't. But attraction based shooters I feel like are like the hype of like going in, getting all the the items you can fill in your backpack, walking all the way out trying not mm-hmm. to die. It's been like my my obsession recently too. So. Tarkov is one of the most anxiety-inducing games I've ever played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I, I guess my uh, obsession right now is trying to find horror games that will actually make me scream. That's never going to happen. Chad, you don't know. This man... This man might be a psychopath. I've seen it. <laughs> hey, uh, let's see. I'm I'm still trying to get that under five minute speed run of the school in Phasmophobia. Uh, Sola. <laughs> I'm at I'm at five what? minutes and four seconds. Hi, <laughs> this, this man plays Phasmophobia on the hardest difficulty solo. 
Dang. <laughs> like a psychopath. Wow. <laughs> I am definitely not a psychopath, though. I know it's a joke. (laughs) And every time I kill both the Waka clip, though, it's literally like, just Waka's just like talking about what's going on, and it's literally like, he's not scaring him at all. He's like, what? But then, you know, he doesn't doesn't react. He doesn't react. And he doesn't react. I'm just like, I scream. I watch his stream, and I scream. And he doesn't react. I know. Mm. Not fair. <laughs> Not fair. Exactly. Gotta find that one game that will scare Pocket Peter. Go and suggest it to him, Janet. Or come to this page and be like, what play this is scary? But you never know. You never ever find that game one day. But yes. Like, the closest I get is I get chills. I still get chills. Like, all yeah. the time. Like, you know, you get that chill down your spine when something crazy happens. Like, ooh. Okay. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. But I, right. I will, I'm not, I'm not quite like Faye in uh, the Backrooms game. <laughs> I'm just gonna embarrass Faye for two okay. seconds again because. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Look, I saw my soul leave my body. Okay. That's that scared me more than any game has ever scared me before. Oh wow! Seeing Faye scream at that part of the game. Like I was scared. Is there of the, a clip? I, I need to. I haven't seen this. Yeah, I was like, there's okay. a clip. I wasn't. I wasn't, right, I wasn't scared awesome. of the squiggle monster in the yeah, game. Send me the link. <laughs> watch this real quick. This is just to just have context before for people. Leave that we, yeah, before you leave, let me get. Yeah, before you leave, let's get the clip. But yeah, so <laughs> all right. But this is the end of the podcast. So we're going to be back next month with a new guest, and they will be back again as usual. Appreciate you guys for being here, as always. <laughs> yes, we need to see this. Send it to me and I'll go watch it real quick just to get context for people listening um, and such. Of that give scream. Me one, give me one second. I'm, tr- I'm trying to make sure that this is the right one. Okay. Before and I... Then, then say, watch Hasn't Go Tell People Listening, watch Laughter the Last Year of Ender. Uh, Laka was more just... Mm, Gondim. Hunter Asylum. Just, yeah, Hunter um, Asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, I like I like One Piece. I guess if I, I never piece, said it, I, I I think it would be awesome if they made a live-action Chainsaw Man. Ooh. Uh, I just, I mean, but again, you know, very slight chance that they would actually make it good, like some of them. I think it was this one. All right, All right let's, let's go watch this clip, and we have the ability to watch a clip, so let me go grab it. I think I might have seen this one, but we will watch. I would be surprised if you people. didn't, to be perfectly yeah, honest. Uh, I think yes, I just should come up. Alright, let's watch it. This is volume warning. <laughs> oh yeah, like if you have headphones, be prepared. Uh, <gasps> Shit! Oh, if you have the knocking, <laughs> and then the thing. <laughs> You were so scared that first time. <laughs> I was wearing the same shirt, apparently, also. I just realized Oh, that. yeah. That's oh. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Um, I don't think I have anybody else in the reading party. Let me refresh just to make sure. All right. But we'll stop recording here. <laughs>